Rocksaw Musecast Experience with Aaron Dave, Patrick, and Jermaine on a mission from God. I dig that song. Yes. It's it's like a little kill switch. I love kill switch and music. I think you're the only one who can hear it. I, I was going to say, I don't know what song yeah, I know, about. I know. You guys can't hear it because that's my technical difficulty, but it's on this side. So, all right. Uh, it's the Rockstop Musecast Experience. And uh, if you can hear that, that is Aaron Michaels, our guest today. And uh, we're so glad to have you on, man. So happy uh, when we heard that Aaron Michaels was going to be on. How are you doing today? Good, man. Glad to be here. Is it cold out where you are? You got a beanie on. Yes, yeah, freezing <laughs> down here. It's like seven degrees. It's freezing cold record, down here. But for the record, it could be July and Aaron's wearing a beanie, so let's be full transparent. Am I wrong? Well, that brings me to my next point, that I am jealous of your hair, by the way, because you're... You're almost though. I think you might be the only one without a hat on. And if I had your hair, I would be rocking it right now. I'm just saying. <laughs> I told you, Dave. I told you my hair looks amazing today. I, I think your hair is great, dude. I'm very envious of your hair. Well, thank you. For all you must have conditioned today. It looks I'm, great. I did. I did. I did a a leave in. <laughs> <laughs> this is some Moroccan oil. Oh. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> Are you sponsored by them or something? Is this like a, a free free ad? I will be after this one, Bob. <laughs> do you uh, <laughs> do you just for men? Um, not this week. See the grays. Oh, well, that, uh, that gives you that gives you a little bit of that distinguished look. Hey, when it's show season, this is all going just for men. I mean, even the gray. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. Um, you know, Aaron uh, uh, plays Santa Claus sometimes at, at Christmas time because he's got that white beard. And uh, I used to have a big full beard that came down to here and I would dye it black, um, kind of John Cooper style. Right. And uh, but I decided uh, I'm going to stop doing this dyeing thing and it, I let it grow white. And then everybody started calling me Santa Claus because I'm fat. And I uh, and I had a white beard. So I. I thought, hey, you know what? Maybe I should grow that and, uh, you know, play Santa Claus one year. That that might be fun. And then the other side of my brain goes, but you don't like kids. <laughs> Dude, if you, I don't care if you do. Do you know how much of a killing, like, malt, like legitimate Santas during the holidays make? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find out next year, maybe. <laughs> I have no idea. Like, these guys make bank. Like if you if you were like a good quality Santa with a good like you got the nice suit you got the legitimate beard and and the great demeanor, um, yeah you're making some bank. Now our mall Santa, although he looked legitimate, that dude was pissed about something because he he sat in that chair and he was. I mean, I, no wonder kids cry when they go to him. So I went to the uh, the Great American Cookie place in the mall and I bought him a cookie. <laughs> and so I took back and I stepped over the ropes and I just like and I handed it. I was like, "Here you are, Santa." And he looked at me and was like, "What's this?" I said, "Cookie." And then the old man smiled and I went on my merry way. So I mean, that's great. And and see, he, he I would have responded with, "What? No milk?" 
No, no. <laughs> of course you would. <laughs> of course you would. Where's the milk? Uh-oh. Yeah, where's, where's the, the milk? milk? <laughs> yes. So, Aaron, man, um, let's. Uh, you got some news. I heard it's exciting news. I don't know what it is. You want? You want to? You well, let's, let's start with the first. Let's start with the the AM news. All right. And then we'll then we'll move on to the next news. Okay. Does that work? That works. I have lots of news. I'm okay. always full of news. All right. <laughs> so the first news is I don't know if everyone knows or not, but I have a new single out, and it's called "Your Chains Are Breakable," and uh, it's rocking. It's hard. It's uh, something a little different from Aaron Michaels. It's a little uh, harder than what you know Aaron Michaels fans are used to, which I think that's a great thing. Yeah. Uh, we're going to continue going on that route. And uh, I've got a featured guest on there, uh, Lester Estelle. He's the drummer for Pillar and the Kelly Clarkson show. And uh, he rocked it on the drums on that on that song. And so I'm real excited Howdy. about that. So have you heard the song? I, yeah, I was listening this morning. It was yeah. fantastic. Some of your best stuff yet, I think. A funny story about Lester, though, when I first when I was a solo artist, however many years ago, and I released my first single called Breathe, the guy who was engineering it here in Ashland, he's friends with Lester and he got a hold of Lester and Lester played the drums on that track, too. So, I mean, it's like awesome. it's just weird how full circles, man. Yeah, very cool. I'm, I'm envisioning, though, Breathe and, you know, Patrick Rivers. Is it is it kind of like, uh, you know. Michael Bolton style. Actually, it's just a, a, the whole the whole music with, with video the hair and everything. Actually, the whole video is just me drowning in a creek. <laughs> oh, have, you, have you guys seen Have you guys seen the Saturday Night Live bit with Michael Bolton where he's singing the song with uh, um, the Lazy Sunday guys? The um, I forget what they call themselves, but he he uh, comes in singing as Jack Sparrow. No, I have not. Oh, oh yeah. You guys haven't seen that clip? I, I gotta send uh, you guys that clip. It's pretty funny. Yeah. I just put, you should put it as style. a link in the comments. Yeah, that's what I'll do. Yep. That's what I'll do. Because I don't want to that's go awesome. to for it right now. Yeah. Um <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, Patrick, like you said, man, just kind of full circle with, with the Lester deal. And you know, it like I said, it turned out great. And uh, you know, it's been released, I think, uh, uh, almost two weeks, I guess. Not not even quite two weeks. And um, you know, we're close to a thousand streams. You know, on on just Spotify. I don't know what all the other ones are, but you know, it's getting a great response. You know, radios all over it, and uh, you know, done several interviews just like this one. And and so and dude, it's really another thing that too, every and, it seems like every yeah. song that you put out though, radio is all over it. Every time you release a song, you'll go to the Christian. Um, the, the Christian music charts, um, which is the only one in America that does the nationwide music charts. And you are always writing top 10, top 15 with every song you write. And I think that speaks volumes for what you do and the content that you put out, man, because that is not an easy task. Yeah. Well, I appreciate that. I, I think honestly, they just get sick and tired of hearing from me. So they just play it. So I don't love <laughs> them anymore. And I'm going to stop you there. And that's, that is complete fabrication because if that was the case, <laughs> playing our crap too. So that's not how it works. Well, uh, Patrick, Patrick, I'm assuming that Aaron's probably got a better in than just calling the request line over and over again. 
Uh, well, actually, it's just me sending videos of me crying, saying, please play my soul. Oh, you mean, oh, you mean like the one you sent to us? Yeah, that's how I got the spot on the show, remember? That's what I'm doing wrong. I'm not sending sad videos. That's what I need yeah. to do. Hey, man, no, don't that's you... what I'm doing wrong. Haven't you ever watched America's Got Talent? You need a sob story for people to connect with. <laughs> Right. That's how Man. you that's how you that work. is so true though, isn't it? Isn't it? Like everybody that ever gets out there has a sob story. Like, yeah. Nobody's got, I don't really have a sob story, I don't feel like. Yeah, nobody's got a, a a story of you know what? I just busted my ass and here I'm here I am. <laughs> I got <a> right. <laughs> I worked really hard. How yeah. about that? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna start pinning my own sob story. Like I was I was trafficked by 17 malaysian hookers to get where i am today <laughs> so it's just yeah or hunter, it was rough growing up out here on the Biden. street you know? <laughs> yeah at the finger uh, lakes you know yeah. it's just it was bad all right we're hijacking well, hey, let me let me tell you yeah let me tell you who does have a, a great sob story and it's a true story and when i heard his testimony i i did tear up a little bit but jermaine from Tricord, he's he's with us today. But man, what a what a great testimony he's got. Jermaine, you can unmute. Dude, I thought you were about to give it. <laughs> oh, thank I goodness he's with us today. Yeah. <laughs> oh, come on, man. Um, no, you just got excess background noise, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I know, man. I'm, I'm in such a and it, this was the quiet area. Now it's becoming noisy because everybody's about to start coming in here to start registering. <laughs> well, they heard. Where you at? I am at a youth camp. We're doing worship at a youth camp uh, this weekend, and we're on a concert. We awesome. have Rob from Crimson Overtones here too. What's up? He's playing the, bass for us this weekend. The gang's all here. Hey, okay. uh, 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 Jermaine, are you going to do like Kumbaya for an encore? Uh, I might do it for the bonfire. Okay. <laughs> it, Except it, I'll sing it in an African voice and everything. I'm going to really sew it up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, That's great. So, Rob, I say hello. Kumbaya, my lord, kumbaya. <laughs> I just want a disclaimer. Disclaimer, I don't even know these guys. Yeah. <laughs> sending me emails, I, and I'm just a glutton for attention. So I, I, just, uh, I had no part of this. <laughs> hey, Jermaine, I brought my uh, tambourine. Can I play? <laughs> yeah, you got a ring. <laughs> hey, man, if you're playing tambourine, I'm trusting that you got that black, that black old grandma soul rhythm. <laughs> That's hey, right. That's you know right. what? Speaking of, hey, by the way, speaking of, um, and I believe it was, I got all my notes here. Uh, faith over fear. No, 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 no. Wrong one. Uh, comfort and strength. I wanted to talk to you about that song because when I was listening today, I was like really getting into that guitar riff, how it opens, and then you bring in, right. the, and then you bring in the organ, and there's like a, there's like a southern blues gospel feel to this rock song. That's the only way I could describe right? it. Man, I loved it. I loved it. Well, thank you. You know, Like I said, that's one of my older songs. And uh, my guitar player, Keith Rowland, he uh, just one day started that riff. You know, that... 
you know and i was just like man that is a cool riff yeah and uh so i just got my my best little blues rock you know mindset that i could get in and i I don't even remember what passage i was reading but you know it was like you are my comfort and my strength you are my everything you know and and so it just started coming out you know and uh well there's Again, I can't remember where it's at, but there's a, a passage in the Bible where it says, be of good cheer, your faith has made you well. And I was reading that, and so that's where the chorus came from. Um, but Ali, I'm terrible at this, but he, he had healed someone, and he said, be of good cheer, your faith has made you well, and they'll get up and walk. And uh, so anyway, that, that's where the inspiration came from. Um but yeah, it's just a fun song, you know. It's just a, a bluesy rock song, and and we had a lot of fun recording it and writing it. So I I I don't like to critique other people's art, so I'm not critiquing. Uh, but I I would suggest that if you ever re-record that, get yourself a good Southern Black Gospel choir, and right, oh right. man, to go along with that organ, I can hear it now. Yeah. Oh, it's fantastic. Well, we just, might have to do that. Just an idea, man. I don't, like to, I don't like to critique other people's work, but you should do it better next time you come back. <laughs> I, I didn't know how else to say it, but that's all I could hear when I was listening to that song. I was like, oh, oh, if it had a choir in it, I think it. Yeah, it, but it's so good on its own. I'm not trying to uh, backtrack. What you need or... to do is throw some uh, Whoopi Goldberg and Sister <laughs> Act in the background. You're knocking out the park. Hey. Happy day. Oh. Hey. oh, happy day. Oh, man. Hey, so you're... No, I can hear that, though. I can hear that in it, for yeah. sure. Yeah, well, yeah. hey, if you ever re-record it, man, think about it. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Well, I'm gonna give you all the props. No, don't give You're me any, get all the props. Yeah, no. Don't give me any props. Just like uh, I don't know when you <laughs> when you get that big huge gospel choir on stage, just you know throw out my name. That's all. <laughs> all right, all right. So this, so this is for Michael you, Peril. Remastered. <laughs> yeah, Aaron so, Michaels uh, remastered. I see remastered. it. Yeah. <laughs> You'd have it in the hey. Masters of the Universe font from the old He-Man show. It's fantastic. <laughs> Oh, you know, <laughs> hey, hey, since I'm throwing out ideas, you you said something earlier before we uh, started recording, and uh, you you called something early AM, and I went, oh, what a great album name for you. That'd be a great right? album title, yeah. early AM. Oh, and you put all your old It'd stuff. It'd be the best of. Yeah. The best of. Yeah, exactly. Early AM. Early AM. Oh, it's fantastic. You can jot that. <laughs> you can jot that down. That's your caveat. That's all Just yours, have brother. a bunch of, like, kids just now <laughs> learning how to play instruments. Just have these kids play it and just say it to you. Be like early AM, right? Right. Hey, uh, you know, Aaron, we're just gonna take over. We're just gonna take over your career for you, okay? You don't have to do anything just except what we tell you. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> It'd be like kids, Bob. Uh, it's all good. Hey, I'm, a, I'm an open listener. Yeah, I like to to take people's opinions and and uh, that you know, put them put them to use. So yeah, yeah. Now you described how you uh, comfort and strength. Is the song we were just talking about? Right. How you put that together? How how'd you put the new song together? How would it, you know something speak to you? Know what spoke to you? The, the this ca song came out of. Well, you know, I wanted to write a, a song about addiction, um, and and just other things that have to do with you know uh, 
anxiety and, and um, fear. Um, you know, what was going through my mind at the time was even, uh, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on in the world as far as just racism and things like that. Um, and just breaking these chains of all these different things, you know? And um, so, you know, one of the lines, and I think it's a really powerful line, um, me and a buddy were talking about how, you know, loving your enemy sometimes is the hardest thing to do. And uh, so there's a line in there. It says, uh, hate, can you love the Judas of your past? You know, and it says when anger takes control, the judgment lasts because we can't get rid of that anger if we're just, you know, focused on it. Um, and if we're, we don't forgive that person. And so just all kinds of emotions in that song. Um, but just being able to break those chains through Jesus Christ, you know, and, and through, you know, prayer and, and just, you know, applying that and doing it, you know, cause so many times we talk about it, but are we really doing it, you know? And so that's kind of where the idea of the song came in. And, um, I'm trying to let me let me get here and try to find this song. While um, you're while you're looking for it, I will say this. I uh, okay. When I listened to it this morning, I think it goes for anybody's chains, whatever they are. Though that's kind of what I took out of it. Right. Yeah. For sure. Absolutely. You know, smoking, alcohol, drugs, uh, whatever, you, whatever your chains might be. Yeah. Absolutely. And that includes social um, media. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. That can be an addiction, you know? Yeah, totally. Yeah. I mean, totally. I have to, uh, you know, I have to, I'm on it so much, um, you know, not just promoting my band and trying to, you know, stay plugged in, but now, you know, the announcement that I'm fixing to make, you know, I've got to try to find that balance, you know, between that and family, because I find myself taking myself away from family time, you know? Yep. And so, you know, it, it is, it's a, it's an addiction, you know? There's been a couple um, of times that I've been, uh, you know, restricted on Facebook for like 30, 30 days or something for something I said or posted. And, um, uh, my, I always say, don't threaten me with a good time, Mark Zuckerberg, because at the end of the 30 days, <laughs> I feel so right. much better about myself that I wasn't on social media. It's like giving up smoking for 30 days and you just start to feel better. Yeah. It, it's right. a, it's a drug for just sure. like anything else. Yeah. Um, it is for sure. But I found the song. So I was listening to this song and it's a, uh, Lacey Stern, you know who that is? Yeah. Uh, so I was listening to one of her new songs and it's called state of me. Have you heard that song? I haven't heard that one. Yeah, I have. have. Okay. We well, should check it out. Cause it's got a, a great hook and a great riff to it, but there's a part and it's like, and so I got this thing. It was kind of like a skillet vibe. And then, you know, her song. And I was like, I don't know. I, I heard something about your chains are breakable there. So I took that idea and then I sent it to uh, my label, um, Broadhead Music Group and Randall Broadhead, and he took it and he's like, I hear what you're hearing, 
but I've got I've got a song I've got something I want to send you. So he sent me some music that he had been working on on a different song, and uh, it was perfect. Yeah, it was perfect for what what I was wanting to do with that song, and so we took that and you know my band put their flavor to it, and and we can kind of took it and we ran with it, and then now you have your change of breakable, you know, and so. Um, me and, and Randall got together and, uh, you know, he wrote, he helped write, you know, like the first verse and part of the chorus. And then I wrote the second verse. Um, and it's funny because the, the, the little bridge part in the middle where I'm just kind of screaming, we were like, we need a bridge, but I don't really know what to do right there. And so I, I like, man, for like months, I was sitting there trying to write this cool bridge that just never happened. And so when we got in the studio, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do something. And so I kept hearing that in my head. And so I just screamed it out. Your chains are breakable, you know, and it worked out good. So, you know, I don't know. And then, then we had that breakdown at the end. Um, where it's like, you know, and then just kicked so hard. And I was like, where do we put that? You know, do we put it in the middle? Where do we put that? He's like, no, let's just put it at the end when people think the song might be over. And then we'll just kill them with that for about 30 <laughs> seconds, you know? So what, leave them wanting more, you know? Yeah. So anyway, yeah, that was kind of, you know, the writing process of that song and kind of where I got the idea from, from that, you know, Lacey's Turn song. And so anyway, it's like the, that's uh, how it came. it's like the end of a Marvel movie when you think it's over, but you got to stay past the credits to see that final scene. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Don't turn it off early because you're no. gonna miss one of the best parts. No, take your uh, take your Spotify off of that uh, Segway thing so you can hear the whole song. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I, let, sure. Aaron, can we throw that in right now? Can we do that? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Go ahead. All right, both Aaron's, Aaron's, Aaron A and Aaron M. Yes. All right, <laughs> or Aaron B and Aaron M. Uh, here it is. It's your chains are breakable, and it's got Lester Estelle from Pillar. Is he is he singing on this as well or just drums? Just playing the drums. Just playing just the, drums. the drums. I did all the vocals on it. All right. Okay. Well, here it is from Aaron Michaels. Your chains are unbreakable. Rock salt. Shut 
fun. Rock Salt Musecast Experience with Aaron, Dave, Patrick, and Jermaine on a mission from God. You guys rock. All right, back. And that's uh, that's the new one from Aaron Michaels. Your chains are breakable with Lester Estelle from Pillar. And um, now, fantastic jam, my friend. Fantastic yeah, jam. It's, it's fantastic, man. As Patrick likes to say, it's a banger. When did I ever it's say It's a banger. That? It's a banger. Well, you call all of your songs bangers, Patrick. No, I, did. I literally just called my song trash when we were talking about it. Off. <laughs> so, I mean, your, your details are flawed, bro. <laughs> this one was a banger. This one was yeah, a banger. Yeah. Oh, uh, we got humble Patrick today. <laughs> humble Patrick. <laughs> Wait a second. I don't like the labels being thrown around here. This really? Like there's not like what, what am I any other day? Angry Patrick? Like uh, hey, uh, uh by the uh, way, well, here comes the narcissistic Patrick. He'll be here tomorrow. <laughs> uh, by the way, I'm gonna fanboy out for a minute. Uh I get giddy when you uh like my posts there, Aaron Michaels. <laughs> oh yeah? yeah Aaron Michaels like my posts that's right <laughs> I'll be sure to like him like 500 times oh yeah as much as you can set up uh, uh, duplicate accounts and stuff you know so you can do that I will, I, will. Yeah. Yeah. I actually do have two accounts so oh do you alright well I don't have enough money to buy bots so you know <laughs> <laughs> hey so uh, you got some more news yeah, does, it, does this need a drum roll? Do we need a drum roll for this? Is this big, big? Possibly. News? All right. We're yeah. definitely we're gonna need a drum roll, and Sexy Beast is gonna have to come back. Oh, okay. So we, we're this. we're waiting. Uh, and by the way, because uh, people that are watching can't see, it says Sexy Beast. <laughs> There's a uh, that's Jer- <laughs> Sexy Beast is Jermaine. That's that's an inside joke. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um. So. Uh, well, I'm going to wait a couple of minutes. There he goes. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Let's do the drum roll here for Aaron's news. Drum roll. All right. Drum roll, please. There you go. All right. <laughs> I All right. So, yeah. So about six months ago, God put it in my heart to do something that's kind of crazy. And uh, so about... Man, what was it, like a week before Christmas, I started contacting some people. But uh, so anyway, God wanted me to start a record label. And uh, I was like, you've got to be crazy. And I was like, you know, and he just kept putting it in my heart. So I was like, you know, my wife was all telling me I I need to do this. and, And so I was like, man, all right. So here we go. So, uh. Aaron Michaels is starting a record label. It's called Resurrection Records. And uh, it's going to be a family of bands that I believe in, a family of bands that, that uh, again, like I consider family. I believe in their ministry. I believe in them as people. And, and so that's what I'm doing. I'm starting a record label. And uh, the first band to actually sign their contract and get it to me is a band you might have heard of them. Uh, called Tricord. Oh, and so, oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh. We're super stoked about that. <laughs> yeah. Jermaine, you got something to say? Hey, Jermaine, you there? Jermaine, you can unmute now. It's yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> you can you hear me? Yeah, now yeah, we, we can. Yeah. 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 You got something to say, Jermaine? 
Yeah, man, it's it's an honor. Uh, <laughs> when when Aaron hit us up on on Christmas Eve, he had mentioned somebody else, and I contacted that person, and I was like, "Yo, bro, how legit is this?" <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, "Dude, it was an automatic yes for us." So he was like, uh, "Just talk to him, and." And just see, he was like, for us, it was the smartest thing we could have did. And I couldn't agree more with that person. It was the absolute smartest thing that we probably could have done. And I am so, so excited to partner with Aaron on Resurrection Records. Wow. That's awesome. That is exciting news. I, that was not the news I was expecting. I was expecting the, the new song. Uh, this is, yeah, that's big news. That's awesome. Congratulations, guys. Um, yeah. Yeah. And so, so the person that he's talking about, I believe, is you know one of the first bands that I contacted. Um, they're actually the the second uh, band to actually sign the contract um, and get it mailed in, um, and that is going to be you probably heard of these guys too because they're they're pretty big, they're 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 big time, and uh, that's three days under. Oh, woo, woo. oh my gosh! Oh, oh my gosh! <laughs> I, I was oh. I was starting to feel a little bad for Patrick as we praised Tricord <laughs> yeah. over here, and I was like, you "Patrick, know. Did you no know, deal." <laughs> yes, and so right on. No, actually, yeah. actually, we were playing. We we did a show out at the Good Fight. Why is there an ambulance in my street? Uh -oh. Way to go! Just brought on death on my door. <laughs> <laughs> you signed that we contract and get to enjoy it. <laughs> hey, we rebuked that right now. Absolutely. Yeah. But uh, we were we were playing a show up at the Good Fight with Aaron. What month was that last year? Man, was that like it was in the wasn't that towards the summer? It was. It was August. Maybe it was, it was hot. Maybe August. Yeah, it was hot still. I think it was August. But I remember when we were when uh, you you'd come to me. I think when Big Rev was on stage, you come to me and you started. You were like, "Hey, listen, this isn't like final yet. This is what I'm working through," and you said. And and you said something along the lines of, but this is what I, what I plan on doing moving forward. I want to talk to you about it. And I mean, so I had I've I had the um, the benefit of being able to mull it over for a few months before before Christmas. But then when like Jermaine called me um, Christmas Eve or, or whatever day that was, um, wanted to discuss, and I was just like, dude, you know, what what are you going to lose? I mean, um, Aaron's a good dude. He knows what he's doing when it because he's you've just, you've got experience um, more than 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 whatsoever. But then when I heard what your heart is for the other artist behind it, I mean that was just that's all she wrote for me. Um, yeah, same, so, same. Because so, it's just I mean this is such a fickle industry. I mean I, I think I think the Christian music industry, especially as an independent artist, is is. 10 times harder and 10 times shadier than there's more gossip that goes on in, in the Christian music industry than there is in a freaking girl's locker room. So, I mean, so for up and coming artists, uh, like some of the guys that Aaron's bringing on and, and people are just trying to get a start, just to, trying to get a little further and, uh, and just his heart to help them is, is amazing. There's no help on us. We're shot. We're like that old dog. Now. So, <laughs> Are you changing the name of Three Days Under to Old Yeller? Uh, no, it's copywritten Dave. <laughs> well, you could you, you could spell. No, it's it. gonna be 
It's going to be three days done. Absolutely. <laughs> three, three days, days we're done. Because that's all we got in the tank. <laughs> we three days out of the year and we're out. <laughs> they're, wow. like, they're like Santa Claus. They only play three days a year. <laughs> but, yeah, and, and honestly, over the past, however, what are, what are we in season seven now as a full-blown band, over the past seven years, we have we have received so many trash freaking contracts i mean some have been a paragraph some have been a page and a half and some of them just, i mean but they're all just such garbage to take advantage of the artist and um we've been very then there's me that sends you the 10 page contract right well, that, uh, yeah. that's how you really know when things are legit i mean the more you have to read and the more you have to go over i mean that that's a good indicator that it's a legit contract because you're covering yeah. all bases not just a few things and so and we were able to negotiate the contract. And Aaron's Aaron, I mean, we're, we're happy to be there. Um, season seven for three days under is going to be um, phenomenal. I'm I, I literally, we're not even actively trying to book shows. We're going to let God places where he wants us. Um, and we're going to let whatever resurrection records with Aaron at the helm do. Behind, I have 100% faith and trust in, in, in Aaron and what's put on his heart. And if God's behind it, it can't fail. Whether we whether we go on to play gigantic shows and festivals, or whether we're just we become a tight knit group of a roster to where it's just like okay, if it all co collapses, we still have each other to go back to, you know. Uh, first of all, I gotta I gotta say I, I'm like overjoyed for all three of you. I, I'm so happy for you guys. It seems like uh, seems like. It was a long time in the making, and uh, maybe God just was waiting till the time was right, or you know the the bread in the oven was done or whatever uh however you want to put it but I, and, and then we'll be added when they add a podcast division to the record sure label. sure yeah uh, <laughs> yeah hey listen i'm gonna be i'm gonna be 100 transparent and honest right now though uh, what is that there it is what is that i don't have a stamp so it hasn't been mailed off yet <laughs> oh so you're not you're not official patrick <laughs> oh it's signed it's signed the contract is signed yeah but it's not that happened this morning uh yeah it, i just don't have a stamp yeah it's not in am's hands man <laughs> um all right he knows what's up i'm very as soon as i, as soon as I took a video and as soon as well, i was signing it and i shipped it and i sent the video first thing this morning to aaron but listen, I've literally been dying for the last month, so I've you got kind a, of been. You got a screenshot of a signed contract, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> got a video. I do, and I in a video. And, so do we? And have, I have a video when Tricord signed too that we'll release whenever we announce it. Yeah. Okay. So uh, Instagram page, uh, Facebook page for the record label, or it, it will be coming out in February. Okay. okay. Everything's right, gonna Warren? start February one. So yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Hey, so I'm I'm actually interested. I've always kind of been interested in the the business side of of show business. So, uh, what's it take to try to get your own label off the ground? I mean, that's got to be like looking at Mount Kilimanjaro and going, I got to climb that. Eh, not really. No. It's got it's it's more like taking a step off of a cliff. Oh really? <laughs> you know? Because like, you know, when's the right time to do it? You know, when's the right time to do anything? You know, you just yeah. gotta trust God and you just gotta take the leap of faith and, and you just gotta do it sometimes. And like he said, we're either gonna fall off the ledge or we're gonna keep walking on water all the way to the other side with God's help. 
you know, and that that's kind of what I'm doing right now. You know, I, you know, I didn't, I didn't go to school to study how to start a record label. No, you know? but I, I've got lots of experience over the years. I've learned what to do. I've learned what not to do. That's the main thing, you know, and this, this label is for the artists. This label is for them. You know, this isn't for me to make a ton of money. I'm in this to, to help the artist get out there, get their name out there, get their ministry out there, mainly get their, their, uh, you know, their testimonies out there. Cause that's, what's going to change lives is the music and the testimonies and the stories. Right. You know? So how and much, so, how much, uh, would you say, uh, running a record label is promotion how much of the job is promotion of the bands i mean i would think that would be like 75 80 percent of the job wouldn't it yeah at least maybe 85 really 85 90 percent that i mean that's what it is you know um and so the the difference between small labels and big labels are and people are going to take this the wrong way probably if they're a big label but i don't really care because a lot of times it's the truth not all the time. I'm going to specify that. Not all the time. But a lot of the time, the big labels aren't even ran by Christian people. Yeah, They're ran by people that have money, that want to bring in artists, say, hey, you're going to call yourself a Christian. We're going to write some, you know, feely good Christian songs, and we're going to make you a lot of money because we're going to spend a lot of money to put you out there, and you're going to go do your thing. I don't really care what you do after the award show. I don't care what you do, you know, on your own time. You can go get drunk. You can go get high. You can do whatever you want to do. But as long as you sing these feel-good God songs, we're going to keep dishing you the money, right? So, and in my opinion, that that that's that's a terrible thing, you know? And, and what the bad thing is, you have all these people that listen to mainstream radio and I'm mainly talking about mainstream music. Um, and again, I'm probably going to get punched in the face for this, but that's what I do. I speak my mind. And whether, you know, sometimes the truth hurts. And so, you know, these people that are doing this, um, I just feel like sometimes they're doing it for the wrong reasons, you know. Now, there's a lot of them out there that aren't doing it for the right, wrong reasons. But, uh, you know, money gets... Money talks sometimes. And I think sometimes people stray away from the main purpose and the main focus. And, um, you know, big time record labels are basically a bank. So they pay for all this stuff, all this promotion, all, all this recording, all this, you know, all these tours that they set up. But guess what? You get to pay that artist that. has to pay that back with interest. With interest. Right? I didn't know that. I didn't know it was with oh, interest. Yeah. Wow. Oh yeah, I knew they no, had to no pay less back. than twenty to twenty to twenty five percent of interest. Holy they're smokes! They're going to pay back. So that's why they go on these big tours and all this, so they can pay all that money back to the label. And and so, you know, my label isn't isn't made of money, but it's right. made of a heart that is passionate, and and a heart that is passionate about these artists and what they're doing. And I'm gonna I'm gonna put every single dollar that, that they give me and that I put into this, into, you know, promoting them and putting their music out there and building their fan base and just doing what I've learned over the past two or three years. And, you know, 
I mean, when you add it up, I'm making about $3 a day, you know, but I'm probably putting in at least, you know, three, four hours every day into this, you know, and that's after I do my other job, you know? So, I mean, I don't know. God, God gives you crazy ideas sometimes, crazy plans, you know, but he, he also doesn't give you things that he doesn't think you can handle, you know? Yeah. So he's trusting me. He's trusting me with this. And so I feel like, you know, this is something that I need to do. And, um, and like Patrick said, you know, and, and Jermaine, you know, this is going to be a family, you know, we're, we're in this to help each other out. You know, we're, we're not in competition against each other and, and we're in this to build all, all of this family up and to help each other out. So I'm excited, man. I'm excited to see what God's going to do. And, um, you know, when you, when you said what all entails start starting to label, we're going to find out, you know, because <laughs> I don't know, you know, Hey, Aaron, so, hey, Aaron we're going to build a house. What do we need? Yeah. yeah. Foundation. Right, I need some, that. Right. some cement, wood, nails. Yeah. There we go. Hey, you know what to do? I had no idea. Yeah. <laughs> no, well, I mean, I'm just making jokes, Aaron. I'm just making jokes. But, yeah. but Aaron, you, you uh, have so much time on your former label and the experience and the ins and outs of working working with that and learning for however many years you, you were with uh, your former label. So, I mean, and that's where my confidence is lies in you. Cause like I said, you have the experience, you know what you're talking about, you know, the do's and more importantly, like you said, you know, the don'ts. And I mean, like I was telling you in discussion, I've taken three days as far as I can take it personally, as much as I know that I can do um, shoving so much promotion money elsewhere into other things um, when I can have it all in one spot. And it's, it just, it just makes sense to have somebody that you you're familiar with and it's not just some random guy in it to make his money. But so, I mean, we're, we are friends. And so therefore, I mean, it just, again, it just makes sense when you, and it, you're more confident in it when you, when you are familiar and, and friends with the guy who's running the thing anyway. So, you, cause you know, you're pretty well not going to get screwed. And again, so what are you going to lose? What, what do you have to lose at this point? And if it helps you grow as an individual and as an artist and as a label, then it's just back, back iron sharpening iron at this point. So, you know, I think it's fantastic. Aaron, do you, uh, uh, and I'll, I'll explain what my question means, but do you ever look back and, um, you know, this, this, here's how it goes with me. This is a better way to do it. Uh, Sometimes in my quiet times, I look back on my life and I go, this happened and that took me here and this, that happened. So that took me here and here I am today. And I wouldn't be here today if those other four or five things didn't happen. So for example, this podcast right here, uh, my friend and I, uh, we were both in radio and we had talked about this back in 95 we were talking about doing a streaming radio station but there was no the technology wasn't there but we had talked about right. it it was something that long before anyone knew what a podcast was and um, right. and then as the podcast came around we started talking about doing that he unfortunately passed away and uh i'm in sacramento again and you know my buddy aaron's here and i call him up and go hey uh, you, you interested in doing something and so we just we didn't know what we were doing either. I just bought the equipment and we started. And, you know, those first couple of shows, we we joke about it often where 
Yeah, we just deleted them. <laughs> they were just so but, bad. Yeah, they're 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 nowhere to be found. Yeah, <laughs> there's no archive on that one. No, you know. But uh, do you ever look right. back and 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 see the progression and go, "Wow, God put it all together," and I didn't even see it happening. Yeah, yeah, no, all the time, man. You know, I think that's how successful people get successful. Is number one, they don't quit. You know, number two, they learn from their past. They learn from the mistakes that they made, um, and they try not to make those same mistakes again. Um, but I think it's just all part of the process, you know. Um, you know, there's several things that when when I started doing Aaron Michaels and doing that project that, you know, the very first show that I had um, was through a guy in Arkansas that – was not a promoter. He just decided God put it on his heart to have a concert, right? So he just started calling people. And uh, it was seven times down was the headline of that show. And uh, I just happened to, you know, see him on Facebook. And I, I saw the thing about his show. So I messaged him like I always do. I bug people, right? And so I, I messaged him and I said, hey, you know, I don't know if you, you know, need another band, but I'd love to come. You know, I'll play for free. I just want to, you know, play and give my testimony and, and, you know, share what God's done for me. And that that conversation, at first he told me he didn't need anybody else. And then two weeks later, he said, you know what? I prayed about it, and God told me he, that I need to have you at the show. And, um, you know, that that's what started everything. You know, We Are Vessel was there. Randall was there running sound. Um, you know, seven time down was there, built a relationship with them. And, you know, if it wasn't for that one show, who knows if all this other stuff would have happened, you know, because the same guy that wasn't a, a really a promoter that had never put together a concert before, you know, we're like best friends now. We're really good friends and we, we still talk all the time. And, and I give him a lot of the credit to where I'm at today. And uh, so when when Randall started his label, uh, Quentin Talmadge is his name, the promoter from Arkansas, by the way. If you're listening, what's up, Quentin? But uh, so he um, called me. He said, hey, did you see where Randall's going to start a label? You should call him. You know, and that just kind of got the wheels turning, got the conversation going. And, and that's how kind of how that happened. And, um, you know, just through this whole thing, like I said, you, you learn things, you, you learn things about the business, you learn things about people in general. Um, some things you learn that you don't want to know, um, cause it's, it's kind of disappointing, you know, because you've looked up to people your whole life and then you find out, Hey, they're doing this or, you know, whatever. Um, but we just pray for those guys, you know, we pray for, you know, their ministry and, and we just pray that they get over whatever they're doing, you know. But, I mean, we're, we're all human. We all make mistakes, you know, just because I'm saying these guys make mistakes. I just make different mistakes, you know. <laughs> I, I make other mistakes, but I, I try not to make those mistakes. But I do I do fail daily, you know. And um, so, anyway, I said all that to say, you know, just every single thing was a stepping stone, you know. When I decided to do this project, Aaron Michaels, I was on a stage at a water park singing 80s rock music, and God, in the middle of the set, told me, hey, this is your last show. You're going to go play all those songs like Comfort and Strength that you've written that are collecting dust, 
you're going to go record those songs and you're going to have a ministry. He's like, you're not done. And I was like, this is in the middle of a set. God's telling me all this, right? I'm like, you know, I'm playing right now. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I know, you know? So he does things that are so crazy, you know? Hey, um, hey God, could you have your people contact my people? I'm a little busy right now. <laughs> right. Exactly. So, but anyway, you know, like, you know, each thing led to another thing, you know, um, we played a show, uh, with three days under in, in Missouri called Jesus Fest and no disrespect to the festival, but we were in a, a Coliseum that held 3000 people. And I think there were maybe, maybe a hundred people that's including the bands and their families. At the you're show. being generous with those numbers. I, I'm being very generous. <laughs> I'm being very generous. So, but if it wasn't for that show, I would have never met three days under and, you know, and, and we didn't really talk a lot, but I saw their heart. I saw their set and I loved it, you know, and that was the first time that I saw them. Um, and, you know, same thing with Tricord, you know, they came on a tour uh, with um, Riddle Me This, um, which is a band on, on my, my label. We've, we've had a music group. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. On your great, label guy, as well. great guy. But, he uh he um invited me to come to that tour, be an opener, you know, or whatever at that tour. And so that's when I met Tricord for the first time. So, but you know, in in many of these shows, I could have said, Hey, I'm I'm gonna be the headliner, blah, blah, blah. But if I would have done that, I never met, would have met these great people, you know. And so that just goes to show you, you know, it's not about me. I don't, I don't care. There was a show the other day that I was I was putting together and you know, this band was like, well, who's the headliner? And I was like, well, you know, I was going to be a headliner, but, you know, if you guys want to do it, you know, whatever, I don't care. I, I just, I'm not, I'm not there for that, you know, but sometimes you run into that. Sometimes you don't. You it's know, not but, an ego thing um, with you. It kind of is. I mean, not with me. It isn't, you yeah, know, that's but what I'm it's not an ego, ego thing with you. Right. Um, and so, but again, if I wouldn't have done these shows, I never would have met these guys, you know? And so the story just continues to build. And, um, you know, I, I could talk forever, but, you know, God, God just has a way, you know, I had to, he told me to sell my motorcycle. I love my motorcycle. I don't know if I've told you that story, uh -uh. but, you know, I was needing to pay for recording and merch and all this stuff. And I didn't have the money to do it. And God told me, you need to sell your motorcycle. And I had two dreams about it. And finally, the second one, I said, he, he told me, he said in the dream, he said, you, these doors that I'm opening for you right now aren't always going to be open. He said, but you can always buy another motorcycle. And I was like, oh, dang it. I hate it when you're right. You know, because he's always right, you know. Yeah. And so... But I wanted to say, okay, is this the devil or is this God talking to me? You know, because I wanted to say this is the devil. I don't need to sell my motorcycle, you know, but it made too much sense. And then after that, you know, it, it just worked out. Two weeks later, it was sold, you know, I mean, and it, it sold for exactly how much I wanted for it. And that's another story that I can't go into right now, but I've already talked too much. But <laughs> all that to say, you know, that I ended up on Broadway Music Group great bunch of guys and we still have a great relationship and and honestly you know my label is working together with broadhead music group he, he messaged me the other day he's like man we should work together you know 
with our artists. I was like, well, yeah, that's what I want to do, man. You know, and you know, my artists, I tell them, you know, if I book you, yeah, I'm going to get a percentage of that because I did the work, but I want you to go book your shows through other people. I want you to book your own shows. You know, we all have to work together in this business or it's not going to work. Dude, you know? don't let him lie to you. Whenever we go to a show, he feeds <laughs> rotten meats and cheeses through little holes in our cages. I mean, it's, it's... You don't keep uh, hey, you, you don't keep Jermaine in the cage, do you? At us Hey, you're the one that put in your contract green M and M's only. <laughs> we won't tell people about that, right? You know, but we so, so, but don't oh, let him man. lie to you about that twenty percent stuff. It's all or nothing. For, yeah. for my, for I could have put a runner nothing. in my contract. Darn it. <laughs> you know when we started we have met just a lot of different bands because we started this podcast and a lot of them have day jobs and they're playing on the weekend or whatever and to see some of these bands put together albums get signed to a label and really secede in their ministry you know you know the honest point is 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 you know they're not going to become millionaires because of this, but the foundation that they're putting in other people's lives and making, you know, new conversions for Christ is worth more than any money that you could have. And to see some of these bands just secede in their ministry and talk to them about going into a, a bar and seeing people come up to them afterwards and go, you know, I, 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 you know, I had an addiction, you know, and I was ready to, you know, do something harmful to my life. But because of what you said today, um, you know, I, I got something else to live for and all that is great. And I, I am so happy for Resurrection uh, Records and what they're going to do for the kingdom of Christ going forward. forward. You know, uh, what I have to say, Aaron, is your, your story of starting this um record label resurrection records is really a story of faith over fear isn't it <laughs> it is you'd like that huh yes. yeah <laughs> that was good that's a good plug that's a good plug <laughs> all right. That's right so let's do faith over fear here on rock salt okay
Cast experience with Aaron, Dave, Patrick, and Jermaine on a mission from God. Oh, welcome back <laughs> to the Rock Salt. I thought you were gonna bring. Welcome back to the Rock Salt Musecast experience, everybody. It's Aaron's well, first day. Yeah, I know it is. It is my first, first day. day. First day. He's a little nervous. You yeah, got your um, scariest Halloween costume on right now, Aaron. <laughs> oh. My my cowboys. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I see you. Okay. Oh uh, yeah. So, got this hat for my wife that I bought for myself for Christmas. Love, mm-hmm. this, love mm-hmm. this hat. Even love though, hat. even though y'all cheated on. Oh, oh my! On, Do we have to... Christmas? No, well, we didn't. Like cheat. every game that they play. <laughs> what, what? We didn't cheat. They. Jerry Jones throwing Man, out how, how much did Jerry game. Jones pay those referees? Oh, That's what gosh. I want to know. Again, um, it is your job as a coach, <laughs> as a coach, to make sure that the players that you want to be able to catch the ball uh, are announced properly as the coach. Hey, I, I'm just trying to get you riled up. So. Okay, no, I'm just. So here, here's my thing on that game. Okay. By the way, if you don't know, I'm a Lions fan. Okay, we're, we're talking about the watching. Cowboys Lions, uh, the New Year's Eve or the 30th of December. Go ahead. Yes, yes. So here's the way I see that game. After uh, even after that call, whether it was a bad call or a good call, it doesn't even matter. We didn't kick two field goals and went for it on fourth down. And if we would have just kicked one of those field goals, we would have won anyway. So, to me, that was bad coaching. So, I'm a firm believer. Like I said, I was trying to get you riled up. I, I, you know, I don't know if he checked in or not, but it is what it is. They they should have won anyway, regardless. But they made decisions not to kick field goals. So. You know, but and I'm not gonna say it's bad coaching because the Lions coach, he he is a risk taker, and I like that about him. But when you do things like that, it's kind of like gambling. You know, sometimes you're gonna win, sometimes you're gonna lose all your money. You know, and so anyway, like I said, Aaron, I was just trying to get you riled up. But. You know, he- well, I'm a firm believer. If you put yourself in a position to where you're playing the referees, then you 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 generally deserve to lose. So I mean, I mean, right, put enough right. points on the board to where you don't have to worry about bad calls, and you're not in that spot. Yeah. But although, although I do think the Lions got screwed, 
just for the record. <laughs> you know, just for the record, right? I hopefully drive that after, home. after these weekend of games, uh, we're not talking about the referees, but that's been the case these last couple of weeks of the NFL season that we have. I, I don't know. Yeah. Well, it's been a lot of games. You know, it started yeah. with that Chiefs game. Yeah. And the offsides <laughs> call that they never call. Yeah. And they, and they throw a flag. And I'm thinking to myself, you just ask for problems. You know, I I would like the, to know, at one, since we're talking about that Chiefs-Bengals yeah, game, I would like to know at one point in any, <laughs> NFL, in any NFL game, did they go ahead and run the play and they said, oh, wait a second, they get a redo. What, what, is, what is that nonsense? Okay, right. wait a second, our bad. They're going to redo this play and just, I mean, come on. But again. Yeah. That's one of those instances where you left the game in the referee's hands. So yeah, it's yeah, it's the truth. I I, I just remember though when I, I I officiated high school sports and 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 I didn't do football, but I I did basketball. And when I worked with the experienced partner, he goes, "Hey, whatever we call at the beginning of the game, we're gonna call all during the game. So we're not gonna call something ticky tack at the end of the game. We didn't call at the beginning of the game." And I think someone on YouTube put out put out a video of earlier in the game, one of the players for the Bengals or the Chiefs were almost in that exact same spot and no flag was thrown. And you have yeah. to be yeah. consistent, uh, most of all. And so, but we got... Well, let's uh, get the, to these the, playoff the, games. I mean, the, we, we, we can talk about the past and the referees. Let's yeah. get to these playoffs. Yeah, we, we, yeah, that's what I want to get to. We're, we're, we're Texans and the Browns are about to start. And so... Uh, Starting now. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm rooting for uh, C.J. Stroud and the uh, Texans in this game. But uh, this this could be a tough task for a very young team. Uh, hey, speaking of that... Stroud's got a ministry, man. Did y'all notice that? Oh, y'all see all those? That's why yeah. we're pulling yeah. for him. That's yeah, really that's amazing. awesome. I'm pulling for him. He, he's not ashamed, man, and I love that. Yes. No, but I tell you what, just on a different the the opposite side of the ball for Joe Flacco to come off the couch, <laughs> having Thanksgiving to do in life, yeah. to get a call to be like, "Hey, man, we need to come and do do some stuff," no. and then he shows and shows out like this. Yeah, that's true. way to go, old man. Yeah, kudos yeah, to him. You're right. Yeah. So, and yeah. Then, um, but I, I'm definitely later on. I'm really interested in listening to the uh, or watching the Miami Dolphins and Chiefs and like minus seven. I degrees. just want to watch that one just because it's going to be painful to watch sitting on the couch. How cold it's going to be there. Yeah. Now, Aaron, I, if I get it right, are you coach football? Or are you used to coach football? Am I? We had a yes. Guest on. Okay. I actually. I, I retired this year to focus on the music. Okay. Um, but I will say this. Uh, you know, I did varsity for years, and uh, there was an opportunity to do be the head eighth grade coach. And I was going to make about $300 less a year than what I was making before doing varsity. So it was a no-brainer. <laughs> but because uh, I know, you know, I didn't have to do film on the weekends. I had more time at home. So yeah. anyway – what, well, I was going to ask you, Our, what was uh, like the coldest game you ever uh, coached in? Oh, man. You know, playoff time in November is is cold, dude. Um, but I would say 
probably 20 degrees 20 degrees 25 it was pretty cold yeah it was it was snowing <laughs> wow yeah but uh i do want to give my school props though because um the the juniors and senior class of this year um when i had both of those teams in eighth grade they, they went undefeated won the championship in eighth grade and uh they won the state championship this year what school is that so nice. i was super proud of them yeah, so they they beat in the finals. They beat Stillwater, you know, and which is a lot of those players. They live in Stillwater, which is where OSU Oklahoma State University is, and uh, they always have a great team. They got a great draw there because of the college that's there and stuff. But you know, they've got a great team, a great you know, good great coaching staff. Uh, Gundy's son. Actually, both his sons were quarterbacks there at Stillwater um, High School. and uh, But anyway, yeah, we pulled it off, won the state championship, and uh, got that ring, you know, so I was super proud of them. So, Muskogee Ruffers, great job. I'll give you some a shout-out. Is that 5A? Uh, five, five yeah, they're, they're semifinal game. They're 6A, okay. but uh, we are 6A2. There's two classes. Okay. Uh, 6A1 is the biggest class, which is like Jinx and Union. And, okay. Uh, Wasso. And then we're 6A2, which is smaller 6A class. I, I think I watched that game. I I subscribed to the the high school thing, and I, I watched that game last week. Uh, right. I, I know I watched the other game um, with Jinx yeah. in it too so but that's that Jinx really and Bixby cool. yeah yeah that is really cool yeah yeah so yeah they they won by one point they stopped them on they were uh, they did it tried to do a two-point conversion to win and we stopped them and won by one wow nice so, it was exciting so we got uh later on that we got the Chiefs <laughs> playing the Dolphins in minus seven degrees I imagine it hurts a lot getting tackled when it's like minus, minus degrees. Hey, you know. you know what though? I think after a while, because I played some games when it was that cold. Not well, I'm not gonna say it was that cold, but it was cold. It wasn't ne negative seven, but it was cold. But after a while, you kind of just go numb. I don't know, man. As, as a construction worker who's worked a lot of outdoor jobs and smacked your <laughs> thumb with a freaking hammer when it's like 31 <laughs> oh, degrees man. after you've been out in it for six hours already, that's a bad day, man. <laughs> I mean, you don't go down to that. Man. I mean, yeah. words you thought you overcame a long time ago trying to creep right back. <laughs> so, uh, so, I don't know if you're totally numb, but you're going to feel it later for sure. But that, that's too I'll cold. i tell you what. That's too cold. Just out of my sheer the, – the, the Kansas City Chiefs have become on par with my hatred for the Pittsburgh Steelers. So I'm pulling for Miami just because I love the coach so much. That dude is just funny. That dude's funny. He's a little nerd on the sideline that you would does never Does he look like your fifth grade coach, science right? teacher? You know, does he look yes, like a yeah, yeah. high school He's science teacher? Funny, though. Yes. You He's know. got this dry humor that is just, you're just like, did you just say that? We're having a meeting. And he's, yeah. Yeah. And so it's, yeah, that's the only reason I'm pulling for Miami. So what are your picks for this weekend? Well, I, I, I think the, them. I think the Browns. So, you, so we got the Dolphins. Yeah. I, 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 I think, think the Browns, I think the Chiefs, I think the Browns and the Chiefs will be victors today. 
And then tomorrow we have, well, uh, the Pittsburgh game got moved to Monday. So we can go with the Rams right. at Detroit. Rams at the Lions. Oh. Packers at the Cowboys. Okay. Go Cats. Stafford making yeah. a comeback home for those Lions, man. That's going to be – that's just a storyline in itself. Can, that's going to be good. Can you wear a Stafford Lions jersey at the game tomorrow? Is that is that allowed? Or is that, like, against uh, – I think that would be – I don't think – I don't think it's allowed. Oh, okay. I you think it would be honor. Honestly. Honor? Okay. I think it would – yeah. Okay. Yeah, sure. and that would be an appreciation for what you did for our, for our team. Because his last couple of years with Detroit – they were there. That's when they started coming on pretty good. Yeah. Right. Right. Well, they actually had a playoff game one of those years. They made it to the playoffs. They lost, but. Yeah. yeah. We were singing the song of the old bingo. We made it to some playoff games, but we lost. And we did that for like 20 years. <laughs> so I, I got the Lions in that game. I think the Lions would win. And then we have the Packers at the Cowboys and, and, you know, you, you have choosing. to go for the Cowboys. Yeah, you know who I'm choosing. You know, and go so, pack, go, go pack, go, <laughs> so, go pack, go. Uh, in story related to that, uh, there, you know, I, I, I'm, I think he's called the H back, but he third string tight end, um, for the Packers, Josiah Degora. Um, actually, I had him in my Sunday school class at the church we were in and his dad was associate pastor at our church and did my dad's memorial service. So, uh, you know, I would be happy for Josiah. Um, he actually played the university in Cincinnati. Great kid. Uh, you know, I see. I don't know why you're not getting this guy on the phone to be on the show. Well, come on. You got connects, bro. Yeah. I, but I, I, I'm sure dad is, uh, dad's a huge Cowboys fan. So uh, I'm sure uh, dad will be rooting for the uh, Packers tomorrow. And so uh, when he got drafted, he bought like all the aunts and uncles and mom and dad, sisters and cousins, uh, Packer shirts and all that. That was a pretty penny. Um, so and then tomorrow night we have. Uh, what's that other game tomorrow night? The five o'clock game on uh, NBC, uh-huh. I think. Uh, I'm drawing a blank, but I shouldn't be. I know who plays Monday. The late game um, tomorrow uh, is, as I'm trying to find. Not finding it. Is there one? Yeah. Oh, it is the Rams at Lions is the late game tomorrow. So, yeah, that's right. Uh, it's then, it's a then, noon game. And then Monday... Uh, the first time in my 34 years, your history of working for UPS, we actually get uh, Martin Luther King Day off. And so I'll be able to be home and watch uh, the Steelers at the Bills. Um, Patrick uh, is definitely rooting for the Bills, I would assume, uh, with the Steelers and the Bills. No. So here's no? a big game. No, you're going to root for the Steelers? Uh, uh, the- no, I'm going to root for both teams to get frostbite and have to shut the game down. <laughs> okay. Uh, and then I and then we got the, the the Eagles at the Bucks. Um, both teams are playing bad. Right so you're going to have two. You're going to have two OU quarterbacks in that game. Okay. Yeah, because you got you got, uh, got Hurts and Mayfield. Mayfield, yeah. 
I've got to say, I've got to say, I'm going for Baker, man. That's where I was headed. I'm going to be rooting for he, Baker. He is such a, a fighter, man, and a competitor, and to see where he's come from in the NFL and then to go to Tampa and do what he's done, man. I just want to, I want to see him do well. And again, I think he's funny. I think he's got yeah. a nice sense of humor. So, yeah. Um, and so I, 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 I'm going to root for the Steelers. Uh, a young man I've gotten really close with. He's a huge Steelers fan. Uh, so, but they're they're like the backdoor team in this uh, playoffs. Uh, everybody, yeah, else, they are, and there's a reason they call them that. Everybody, <laughs> <laughs> everybody lost so they could get in. <laughs> they, they needed like this team to lose, this team to lose, and this team to lose, and they would get in. And there they are. So, plus they needed the Baltimore Ravens to clinch, so they didn't have to play any of their starters, so they could beat the Ravens the last week of the season to get in the playoffs. So, what do you think of the uh, national? Well, honestly, if I was in, in, in our division, if there's any team that I would want to play, it'd be Mitch Trubisky and the Dagon Steelers because well, I know I'm moving. Mitch, you know, Mitch, Mitch is not playing. Well, who? Well, who's they got, that, uh, they who's got the OSU quarterback Rudolph, the quarterback from OSU. Yeah, Rudolph. Rudolph. Mason Rudolph isn't going to play. They're he's, not going to play Rudolph. He's been playing the last yeah. couple of weeks. I know, I know, but I thought that was just like a fill-in till the till the, the legitimate playoffs. Uh, what's his name? Because who was it from the Blues? The, 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 the I don't think it is. No, they. I um, thought he was. I thought Rudolph was still concussed from um. From getting taking that helmet to the head, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> that I don't one game so. a few years back when he was playing the Browns. Oh man, that was ugly. Uh, they, uh, yeah, that no. was that, that was dangerous. What what's his name? Um, their starter, I forget his name now. Uh, he was available last week and he got hurt. Yeah, but he was available last week, full hundred percent, and they chose to go with uh, Rudolph. Um, again, but do you think Ravens. that, but again, they, they were playing, yeah, but they were playing like third string, so maybe they were holding on to homeboy. I wish I could remember his name, yeah, but uh, maybe they were holding resting him until the actual playoff game. Well, they had a playoff game last week because they needed to win to get in and a bunch of teams to lose, and so, uh, um, so I'll, I'll pick it, pick it was available last week for the uh, Steelers and uh any picket yeah yep and uh they chose to play uh Rudolph so no you're a sooner fan right Mike Aaron you're a sooner yeah fan? Okay. yeah so uh hey what do you think about them going to Sometimes. The SEC rough <laughs> it's gonna be rough yeah unfortunately it's gonna be rough man yeah uh but, you know, it takes time to build a program back up. Now, you know, this stupid portal, man, you know, they're the, all teams, I hate to say it, but all teams are screwed, man, because they're just going to keep moving around. And I, I don't know. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting to see what happens to Alabama now that Saban left. You know? Yeah, yeah I think so. But they already hired somebody, so uh, you know they can kind of go off of that right now. So, who did they hire? Uh, the Washington quarterback. 
So three of the oh, yeah? teams that were in the college football playoffs are going to have new coaches. That's the day and age of yeah. college football now that you're, a, you're, yeah. you're almost a national champion and you're, <laughs> you're moving on to greener pastures. Yeah. So, so yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. It's going to be interesting. I, I don't know how they're going to do, to be honest. Um, I mean, I hope they do well, but, you know, I, I like Venables. I think he does a good job. I'm a, I'm a huge fan of him. Uh, even when he went to Clemson after he left OU, I was still a big fan of his. And so hopefully he can build it back up, you know, but it's going to be tough to compete in the SEC. So my wife is a uh, Missouri fan. So now we're going to be in the same conference. So now, now it's on at home too. <laughs> <laughs> no reprieve for you. Yeah. And yeah, my team is going into the big 10 and it's going to be rough for uh, UCLA especially football, you know, at least we're not in the same division as uh, Ohio state. So uh, me and Patrick can remain friends, you know? And so, no, we're not friends. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back, Dave. (laughs) Hey, we gotta, we gotta wrap this up. It's a long show. Uh, Aaron Michaels. I am. uh, It went by like that though. Yeah. I'm so grateful that uh, it was, yeah. this was like total a last minute thing. I'm glad you were able to come on. Um, you know, the new single is great. Uh, I can't wait to what happens with uh, Resurrection uh, Records and uh, how that launches and uh, just, you know, hoping for great success and uh, and lives changed. And I know that would be your success. And if... Uh, if people's lives are changed through Resurrection Records, uh, it will be a huge success. And so, uh, thank you so much. Thank you. I appreciate thank you. that. I did. Yeah. Go ahead. No, I was going to say congratulations on the new uh, new single. It's fantastic. I love it. Uh, congratulations on Resurrection Records. Congratulations on signing these uh, two great bands, uh, uh, Three Days Under and, and Tricord. Uh, I don't know what else I can gra- congratulate you on, but uh, things are moving in a positive <laughs> direction, it sounds like. So that's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Now, is Resurrection uh, Records' first single they're going to release? Is that the Tricord single that's coming out? Uh, you know, honestly, it's it's uh, Shedding Skin. Okay. Oh. You know? oh okay. So okay. We're, we're putting that out there. We're putting that out there as a as a resurrection record single. Um, I don't even know if Patrick knows that or not. But uh, <laughs> I do know. Well, I just I have been. I just happy saw, to be in the loop. I just saw Patrick's head get inflated like <laughs> twice its size. Yeah. <laughs> like the Grinch in his heart. Yeah. He three times a day. <laughs> so so hey. but no, man, shedding skin is just getting started. So it's it's gonna take off. And and I have a feeling we're going to try to get that on mainstream rock radio too. Oh, that'd and, be fantastic! Uh, I'm excited to see what it's going to do. Well, remember us, little people, when you get when you hit it big. All right. <laughs> yeah, I did. I'm, I feel like that I'm like grafted to you two for the rest of my life. With you and Brindley there. Yeah, I it's, mean, it's going to be more like who's at the at the backstage door. Yeah, no, uh, no. I don't know them. <laughs> I just hey, let them know I'm a little too busy. 
Patrick's like, I only have one backstage pass. Only one. Right? You guys share it. So one can come, one can go. (laughs) So how can they, uh, social media, Aaron Michaels uh, on Instagram, Facebook? Yeah, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, I'm not on Twitter a lot, but I am on Twitter. I'm just not on there a whole lot. Uh, AaronMichaelsOfficial.com is our website. You can find us there. And then, um, honestly, here in a little while, I'd like to, you know, Resurrect Your Records is going to have a Facebook. It'll have an Instagram. Um, I'm working on the website right now, so I don't have an official, uh, you know, website address yet. Um, but I would like to come back and talk to you later, and I'll have more information about Resurrection Records. Oh. And- that would and, be fantastic. Uh, maybe have all our artists on at the same time. So, oh, wow. Fantastic. Yeah, that'd be great. Full yeah. show. Imagine that cluster. I know, right? My you can't goodness. do five you, people, you just saw a portion of the cluster. Yeah. Today. The Brady Bunch. Yeah. I love getting the Brady Bunch screen on my computer here. Yes. So, hey, let's wrap this up. As we always say, Dave. Uh, happy trails. Happy trails, everybody. Get on up.